don't worry about stealing gas. Just, we'll just siphon it again and then put it in someone else's car. I got a shirt from the band. Dave got the shirt. He got a boot print on it. It won't come off. We might listen to Open mic number five, the fifth one. Hey, last one was like kind of depressing, so I'm gonna try to not be so sad. Um, people have actually been like hit me up with feedback on this, so even though they've got like I don't know, like 15 views or something, I also haven't really been promoting them. Um, but yeah. Anyway, if you're uh, listening to this or you're watching it, thank you so much for checking it out. I should have like a better background here that's not my TV screen recording, but whatever. Um. So, yeah, open mic number five. Uh, first things first, I'm just going to, like, uh, rhyme off some shit to listen to. So, I think the last open mic, I had said that the new Basic White album was coming out. It's out now. It's been out for a couple weeks. Uh, it's called The Second Half. And it's really, really, really fucking good. So, if you haven't listened, if you never listened to Basic White at all, and you're, like, a rock fan, they're just, like, a good party band, man. And, um, you know, not enough nice things I could say about those guys. So, um, go check out the second half. It's awesome. I think it's like 10 songs. It sounds fucking great. Uh, it sounds really, really good. And, um, and we actually, actually there's like a common thread through like all these like news things I'm going to throw at you there, uh, which we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, so yeah, go check out basic white, the second half, uh, really solid first album for those guys. Um, I'm really happy for them. Uh, also a good friends in dime put out their second single, last week called uh white t-shirt and uh dime are uh, those guys are really good friends of ours drake drums in that band as well um and then carl their bass player uh had like a huge part in doing the lost arts ep um and i fucking love those guys to death they're like a they're a pop band really really solid cam's a great songwriter um alex is a great guitar player all those guys are fucking wicked uh so go check out their their uh, new single. They they keep having this hilarious problem with Spotify. So like, they uh, are more like with their distributor. But for anybody that's not familiar with kind of like how streaming works, basically, when you have a song, you don't just like upload to like Spotify or whatever. You you find a distributor, and there's like a bunch of them. There's like CD Baby or or DistroKid or uh, Indie Pool or there's a bunch. Uh, sometimes you have to like pay. Uh, there's like different kind of packages that you could pay for. Um, some you don't pay for, but then they kind of take like, you know, 10% of your, of your revenue or whatever, which like, honestly, you know, like we're not making any revenue right now. So, okay. And it's, you know, for who we're with, it's, it's, uh, we don't have to pay, uh, but they have like 10% of our revenue or whatever, but we're not bringing anything in right now for streaming. So whatever. Um, but anyway. So that's kind of how it works. So you uh, kind of sign up and then when you have something that you want to send out, they like send you sort of like a form to sort of just like really quickly fill out like song name, all that bullshit. Uh, and you send that back to them with the, the like the wave file or whatever. Uh, and then like a date that you want it released, you know, generally a few weeks in advance. And uh, yeah, they put that out for you and they, they put it like everywhere. So it's just like, Day of release comes in your Spotify, your um, Apple Music, your Deezer, you're like everywhere. Um, and that's how it works. So when Dime went to put out their first single, I Won't Stay a few weeks ago, or a few months ago, sorry, they uh, there was like a problem and it went under a different artist name. 
which was hilarious because their like good pop song would play and then right after it was ass and titties and that was fucking awesome so it was like you got this like quality pop song and then it was like ass and titties ass ass and titties (laughs) um so you'd think so that that got all sorted out and they're like on their own uh artist page now but uh so, so then they put out this single last week and like I'd got home from something and I was like, Oh yeah, fuck they put it out so I was gonna go like find it and stream it and I, I go to Spotify, I type in dime and it's uh it's like not there, it's just the first song. I'm like, that's fucking weird. And so I go back to their Facebook and it was like follow these links and it happened again. <laughs> so their song got uploaded to like a different dime. And uh, it happened all over again. And that was just kind of funny. Apparently, the metadata, though, in the song, like, moves. So it's not really, like, all of their plays are just kind of fucking gone. You know? Because you get that, like, surge, you know, first few days of of plays, right? And it's like, that would suck for those just to be gone. So, you know. But I think they're good. I think Cam said that, like, the metadata actually moves with the song. So, like, all those all those plays aren't, aren't lost, thank God. Um... But just so funny, man. It's it's hilarious. Like it's so unfortunate, but it's so funny that that happens, especially because it's happened twice now. Um, but yeah, go check that out. Go check Dime uh, White T-shirt out. I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. And I think too, like uh, what's cool is so the uh, Gatsby Records guys that were on the podcast, they did uh, they've been doing like playlists, um, which I said like a while ago I was gonna start doing. Like this was an idea I had like quite a while ago. Of, like I should do playlist of like artists that have been on the the podcast and I could do like a bunch of different ones and I never did it and I think just because like you know part of me like staying busy is like fun but I think like you know like I have three Instagram accounts right like I have my personal one and then I have one for the band and then one for the podcast and I don't like post like that much on my personal account really um I try to stay semi-active on the band account, and then I don't even post too much, other than just like pretty standard, the standard shit on the on the We Should Jam sometime uh, one. But it's like, fact, to constantly just like be promoting and in people's face, like I don't want to be that guy. But uh, which I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like the the balance of just like, you know, do you want to do it or or what? But I just think just like I'm the guy that, you know, the rest of the guys don't really post on um social media too much you know like, like nick and hayden like don't use it at all um or like like the they'll hayden doesn't really use it at all nick the odd time will like post a photo on instagram but like that's kind of it so uh i think so like just because i'm the guy like i'm posting about music and then i'm posting about lost arts and then i'm posting about podcasts and just to have like these other things of like and then also follow these playlists, you know, but I, I I still think it's a great idea. Like, I still think that it would be cool to have one of like any guest I've had on gets added to the playlist. And then I could, I could have other playlists that I do. Um, but I don't know. I also just don't think like, I think I have a, a strange taste in music. Like, I don't think it's that eclectic. Like I listen, I do listen to a lot of different kinds of music, but it's like, my like rock knowledge is like there's a lot of bands in there but then like with hip-hop it's like four or five guys maybe you know i don't really listen to country music like 
pop artists not that much there's like a few folk art like it could be definitely better like there's guys i know that that fucking listen to everything and know all these bands and i like obviously love finding like new bands or whatever but uh i don't know i just get really like obsessive about stuff um but uh yeah, so the uh, <laughs> my whole point in starting all that was that the Gatsby guys started uh, an MIA playlist uh, with I don't know how many songs are on it, um, but uh, it's good shit, man. I'll actually I should pull it up, but it's a, it's a it's obviously like a quality idea. Um, they got an MIA playlist, everybody can follow it. Everybody can fucking you know be. It's a great idea. Um, they threw uh, Lost Arts on there, so thank you guys so much. Best wishes. Best wishes on a couple playlists actually. Uh, which is cool. Sorry, I'm I'm just looking for this thing just to show everybody that's kind of on it. Um, does it say how many songs is on it? It doesn't. But there's quite a bit. Like So we got like, um, you know, like I said, Lost Arts and Nell is on there. Uh, Day Trip, Lost in Japan, Texas King, uh, Willem, Charlie the Kid, um, you know, Brighter Green, Dime, Sneaker Club, a bunch of different people. Jailbirds, Perfect Limbs, Half Moon Run. Um you know, bunch of different artists. There's more than that. I just named off some of them. Um, but it's a great idea. So, uh, thanks to those guys for including us in that. Um, it's also weird, man. Like, I don't know why they picked best wishes. If it was just like, it is our most played song. Um, but like best wishes got added to this, uh, stoner rock playlist. It's not like a Spotify curated one. It's just like this guy, uh, and the playlist has like a fuck ton of followers, but it's also got like a fuck ton of songs on it, you know, which is like just in, uh, in terms of like plays, it's tough. Cause if somebody's going to constantly have that on shuffle, um, then, you know, the odds of our song coming up more than once is obviously less, but it's funny to look at like our, you know, cause some weeks it must not come up in the shuffle very often. And in other weeks it must come up like quite a bit because, like some weeks we'll have like a ton of plays on that song, and then other weeks we don't have that many. Um, but it just seems like Best Wishes was sort of the pick uh, for that. But anyway, so uh, yeah, thanks to the Gatsby guys for throwing us on there. It's cool to be on a playlist with a bunch of our friends. Uh, I think like the, just the weird thing about that is it's like it's cool to be like this is an MIA thing, but like the part that keeps me like away from just doing like a random we should jam sometime one is just like if you wanted to listen, like if you didn't want to jump around in music that much, because like, if you look at everybody that's been on, like you could have, like, it'd be like, I mean, I guess most of it would make a lot of sense. Cause you get, you get like Anella and like Willem and O Geronimo, even basic white fits in with that. Lost in Japan kind of fits in with that. Uh, brighter green. There's a lot of indie rock, you know, and, like perfect limbs though is like hardcore, uh, like Wrong Brothers is like solid rock. Like you could just have that on there. Maybe it's not that bad. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, I should fucking do that. I just don't have like a We Should Jam Sometime account. Like it would just be under my like Caleb Thompson account. Anyway, we'll see how how long I talk about that until I fucking actually do it. Um, but anyway, I have like bunt a lot of notes today, so I try not to stop talking. Um, but on the same on the topic of Lost Arts, we uh, went into Sugar Shack yesterday in town. Um, it was fucking wonderful. Uh, thank you so much to Kyle Ashbourne for uh, hanging out with us all day and uh, just working his wizardry, man. Like we we did the 
we did the EP just like by ourselves and there's a lot of learning curves with that. Like I'm not an engineer and like I didn't have uh, a whole lot <laughs> of part in that and uh, in terms of like engineering it. Carl did a lot of work uh, and he did a lot of great work on that. Uh, and I'm still happy with it, you know, but I think that even just, we did two songs yesterday. We finished them, uh, in like under 10 hours. It was like a 10 hour session and we did it in less than that. And, uh, unmixed the songs already sound better. And I'm, I'm so excited about them. And I think like it got the guys pumped up. Like, uh, I was talking to Nick like earlier today and he's like, dude, like, because Nick had to had to peel off a little bit early uh, as soon as he did guitars to go to work and he was like dude that was so fucking fun like I was so bummed I had to leave um, Hayden had a great time um, there's a, like I man I love Hayden so much man but he's, he's it's so funny because like he just is like a very like can be like a very stoic guy and like early on in the session um, Kyle was like told him to go back and like play bass or whatever uh, I think they were figuring out tones and Hayden's like a total gearhead, man. Like his tone is like one of the best bass tones around. Like the guy fucking knows what's up. And he's just like so like almost like sad. And he was just like, I, uh, he's like, I mean, like I got my tone in there, but like, if you like, if you want to change anything, like that's fine. I'm not that confident. <laughs> and he goes in, and I, was just, I was like, Hayden is, he's happier than he sounds right now. It's just his way he is. Um, but no, man, it was so fun, man. And we were, we were trying some new stuff, like with harmonies and stuff, and uh, everybody was digging it, you know. And uh, the guitar tones, man, huge, real huge. And uh, like Sugar Shack's so cool, man. It's like on the outside, it does not look like it's a recording studio. And you go in, and it's just like the coziest fucking like cottage or whatever almost man it's so badass and uh there's like there's gear everywhere like it, it's a lot of like vintage gear man like a lot of the mics we had sorry excuse me um vintage mics uh and like guitars everywhere drums everywhere cause a drummer so there's just like drums galore and uh yeah it's it's so wicked to record that man and uh so yeah we get there and now uh, we did two songs um, if you've been to our shows, you've heard them. Uh, we're really pumped on the well, the ones like new, new. We've been closing with it uh, since January, and uh, we're like, this is the direction. I think we like, we think we hit it, um, which is weird, man. Like, cause sometimes like the song you think is like, no, nah, but there's like the reason we picked the two songs that we picked was because we're not shooting for an EP right now. We're not totally settled in the sound, and. I think that, uh, although, like, I would love to go do an EP with Kyle, though. I think that, um, you know, Sugar Shack is, like, an, uh, you know, a common spot for, for artists to pick in London. Because it's, it's a little more cost-effective, um, you know, than going to some other studios. But I think that, you know, in the future, I would definitely do more research. Uh, and looking, like, if we were going to, like, really do an EP, like, I would do a lot more research on... on uh, you know, engineers and, and what they're, what they're doing and stuff. But like, I think that we were a really good fit with Kyle. Like, I think that, uh, that was something that he really enjoyed working with us. And that was so cool. Um, because man, like with, with MIA, man, like you go in and you're like, okay, so tonight we have a three hour time slot from fucking like 11 to two. Uh, and 
we're going to get there and the first hour and a half is going to be like, there's going to be problems and then hopefully we can get going. Uh, and it's just, you know, I remember the first time we, the night we went in, we were trying to get, we were going to try to get beds for like four, if not all five of the songs for the EP. And, uh, we got like, we got explain me way done. <laughs> Cause like there was just issues, issues, issues. Um, you know, and it, it sucks, you know, but that's kind of the point of it. Of MIA. So it was nice to be like, we're going in, we're paying a guy that knows what the fuck he's doing and there's not going to be any issues. And we went in like prepared. Like we, we, we knew it was up. Like a, a big reason why we were recording is I just think like, I think now, man, like it's the singles game, man. And I think that we have a bunch of new songs that we're happy with and we think are good, but they're not an EP like they're not totally there yet and I think that these are some good transitional songs right now to put out uh and just keep things rolling keep things in the you know keep us in people's news and the people and like in the know and stuff you know uh yeah it was so much fun I'm trying to think of like oh man it's so fun dude Hayden is fucking allergic as shit to cats and and like dogs and stuff which sucks what a shitty allergy to have but uh Sugar Shack has a cat there Winston good little cat actually man I'm not like a huge cat guy but like this cat fucking just chills which is dope um and so Hayden's like real allergic and he was hanging out all day with that thing and uh he was not having fun when we left He's not, like, deathly allergic. He's just, like, he was real itchy. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, so be on the lookout for that. I know uh, it might be, like, a while so we get the mixes back, but Kyle said that he was real stoked on doing it, so who knows. Uh, but we left, like, real happy. So and I've been, like, texting some of my friends being, like, get, get fucking ready for these songs, man. Because uh, I... You know, it's like, I don't know, man. I know they're good. I know they're good. And I know they're better than what we have. And I'm I'm so stoked on them, man. I'm so stoked on them. Uh, but, you know, there it is. I think we're going to start doing some... Uh, sorry, I'm like... My nose is all runny. I think, uh, I think we're going to start doing some Instagram live videos. I'm kind of just taking that from uh, other bands there, but... I think it's a good idea, you know, I I think that, uh, I think just kind of checking in even like once a month with just like, you know, or once every two weeks or something, which is like, we're going live tonight and we're going to play a couple songs, you know, maybe do some covers or whatever. I think that keeping that engagement with, with people that are interested in what you're doing, uh, is so important. And, and like, I, the, like we had the whole conversation with, with Charlie, the kid, right. Of like, uh, he is always on Instagram live and it's always so fun to watch. And uh, dude, he did a thing, uh, a couple weeks ago, just all throughout his day. He sang a song like every, so like every like little 15 second clip or whatever, just throughout his day, he would film himself and it'd be like the next line. It was so genius. It was so genius. And he did it for like the whole song. And I don't think, I think it like started as a joke and it just ended up like he did the whole song, which is fucking badass. Um, but yeah, I think Nick and I are just going to like grab some acoustic guitars or like he'll at least just grab his acoustic and we'll, we're going to do some songs. So I think that that's a good idea. And I like keep us honest. I think and go like Lost Stars just doesn't like, we don't, 
move forward enough. I don't think. I think like when we get together, it's good, but there's not there's not enough like behind the scenes work sometimes. I think, um, which is definitely if I could fix anything with that band, I think that would be it. Like, there's not just like enough homework done, you know. Um, but I still love those guys to death, and I think that these new songs are gonna be it, it breathed a little bit more life into the band. So we just gotta get more shows pumping. Just, I fucking hate booking, man. I wish like I wish I could get somebody to book for us. <laughs> it's just, dude, it's such a pain in the fucking ass. Because it's like you want to be playing, but like you want to be playing like good fucking shows, and you know, finding other bands sometimes is a is a hassle. But I don't know. I don't know, we had a pretty bad streak, and, like, I've had a pretty bad streak just recently with, like, all those rejections, and, like, I had to move a Hamilton show because, like, no band was available. Like, locals were available that night. That was really fucked up. I was, like, really starting to question everything. Um, But uh, I had a really good chat last weekend. Like, yeah, it would have been, like, not this past weekend, but the one before. Uh, I won't say, like, who it was because, like, I name drop a lot on here, and I think that's, like, makes me feel better if I name drop, but, um, I've definitely, like, said this guy's name a bunch, uh, just through multiple podcasts, um, but I think we're, we're, like, good friends, man, and I'm glad that we're, we, we are, I'm really thankful for, like, to have a relationship with, with somebody that's, like, really killing it right now with their music, and they're really happy, and I think that, um, is somebody calling me right now? Okay, dude, this fucking, I don't want to do your survey, Fanshawe. How about that? Stop fucking calling me. I already, they were calling me with a different number, and I was like, I don't, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. And she was, like, mad that I didn't want to take her survey, you know, and it's like, I don't, dude, it was fine. And then I was like, I didn't want to take it, and they took that as, like, they took that as I didn't have a good time at Fanshawe. They're like, well, why wasn't your time at Fanshawe, like, desirable and I was like I had a great fucking time there like I just didn't say that I said I had a I had a great time it was you know best two years of my life I don't want to I don't want to sit here and waste my time with like dumb fucking survey questions I'm sorry I don't want to do that and then they're like we're gonna offer you like we're gonna enter you in like a draw or no if you do it you get a five dollar gift card to like one of these like five places like Cool, five bucks. That's awesome. How many thousands did I give you? You can give me five dollars back, and then you get entered into a draw for like a hundred dollar Walmart card. Wicked, sweet. How about that? How about it just give me the hundred dollar Walmart card for doing your survey? Anyway, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so I had this conversation, and uh, I was like bummed out, man. These guys are about to like go off and and do this wicked tour, and uh, you know, he's like, how are things going? And I was like, oh. and the thing too, man, it was like I was so I was like getting really depressed for like a few weeks and uh just about music and and doing this thing and I was like honestly man like not that good and I kind of just like filled him in on what was going on and and he gave me some like good advice man and he was the one big thing it was like he was like dude we didn't even get into CMW last year they just like the promoter to the horseshoe just was like all th- you guys can come play this fucking this showcase you're just on the showcase don't worry about it you know, 
and he and he was my buddy was like just you know you shouldn't worry about that rejection like because it's gonna come you know and you shouldn't worry about what other people are doing you know and and i know that you know and i think that i just think i think with anything man like it's frustrating seeing people sit around and not do anything and and get rewarded for that when it feels like you're working your ass off and, and not getting anything in return um that's tough you know and with anything man like and i think it is hard i think it's probably hard for fucking superstar you know musicians or athletes or whatever right but it does suck and it and i'm always in this weird place of like i know that you know but but it still it still sucks but it w- it was a good conversation uh because he really did kind of put things in, into perspective a little bit you know, and he said something like, I'm trying to remember the conversation, but it was something like, you know, he's like, you know, we are feeling like, you know, things are kind of working out a little bit, but like, I think that, you know, I would feel awful if I had friends that thought differently of me because like there was success. He's like, I always want to be able to talk to fans or talk to like my friends or talk to whoever, like nothing has happened because sometimes people put that on you too. And that's something that I've talked about with like other guests or whatever that have been on this of like going home and, and, and like high school friends being like, dude, it's dope. You're like famous now. And it's like, I'm not, I'm really, I'm not, you know? And like, I'm really not, you know, not like my buddy where it's like really working out for them. It's like, I'm really, really not, you know, it's, it's cool that maybe you like look at our Instagram or whatever and maybe think that, but like, you know, those are just good camera angles. There really wasn't that many people at that show or whatever. Right. And I just think like, um, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just think that, uh, I think it's okay to feel upset if you get rejected for something or, or if, if something doesn't go your way. I, I don't think that it's, it's not healthy though to, you know, be constantly watching what other people are doing because i mean and this is like really running into like um really fucking obvious like cliche territory here but just like if you're if you're focusing on other people you're not focusing on yourself and i think that you know i think that choosing it's it's funny and i think that you know this is said a lot with like you know, comedians or, or actors or whatever. It's like the most vulnerable people in the world get put into these situations where like you have to get rejected. Like, you know, actors are like generally like emotional people. Right. And they're, and they're going into these audition situations where like the likelihood is that you're going to get rejected. And it's the same thing with music, man. Like the likelihood is you're going to get rejected. And that's honestly like a negative point to MIA is you're generally in this bubble of people that support you, you know, which was like part of the reason that it was like, it was very frustrating in MIA because in my year there were so many bands that Lost Arts just fell under this fucking, nobody seemed to care as much, you know, and there's bands that weren't working as hard and it was like, I hope they win band of the year, I hope whatever. And it's like, fuck that man. Like we've been working our asses off and nobody seems to fucking care. You know, and there was, there's people that did, man, especially like Mike Roth, like our prof, like was like really fucking good, uh, and, and supportive of us. But it's, what's great about that is like we got a lot of opportunities before other bands did. And, you know, we've, we've stayed sort of 
relevant, you know, and a lot of other bands that I went to school with did, you know, um, but some, a lot of the bands, or I shouldn't say a lot, like some bands though, they got like a lot of notoriety in MIA aren't doing anything now, you know, and it's just like, don't focus on that shit, like focus on the future, you know, and enjoy a moment when it happens, you know. I think that that's important. And, and there was a while there in June where, like, we had, like, two really fucking killer shows. And I was like, this is the best, you know. I, I can't, Nothing can go wrong. And then it's, like, just kind of been shitty now for a little bit. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I'm trying to, like, get better at that and not take everything so so personally. But I think just, like, keeping those friendships alive and keeping those connections alive uh, with people that are doing well and that uh, I can respect, you know, it feels good when those people are like, man, I love, you know, never hesitate to, to send me a message or never hesitate to, like, reach out because, like, I care about you and I, and I love talking to you. So never, never hesitate to kind of to do that, you know, which is awesome, man. And I, I, who probably isn't listening to this but if you are you know who you are and thank you um because i really like i needed that chat you know and sometimes like you know sometimes it does matter like who who tells you stuff you know what i mean because like somebody could tell you the same thing you tell yourself or you know it's like it's like your mom says that she likes your music and she could like legitimately be like i actually really fucking did like that but it doesn't hold generally it doesn't hold the same weight as if somebody like in another band that you really respect you know comes up to you and says hey man i fucking that was awesome you're like oh okay fucking cool you know because your mom's supposed to tell you that she liked it you know and some people are supposed to tell you that everything's going to be okay um but sometimes you need you know somebody that you look up to like that to tell you it's dude relax you know and i hope too like i mean not to be like i'm probably a role model but like if somebody you know does like this that i do or they do like the band or whatever and they did need help man like fucking definitely reach out to me man like i think that you know i'm here and i do this podcast because i love talking to musicians and honestly like it does like get me through you know and i do like meeting other artists and uh i you know i would hope that one day somebody would maybe need a little some help or guidance or something and they could reach out to me you know i don't know i do this i don't you know i sometimes i don't know why i do the podcast but when i when i do one i'm like i fucking love doing this you know and i think like i don't know and i wish I wish I knew better how to grow it. But on that note, we're over 30 minutes, people. And I think I'm kind of talking in circles. So one way to grow it is for you listening to like it and share it. And if you're listening on like iTunes, give the show like a little a rate and fucking just go to the review page and be like, this is a great podcast. <laughs> uh, play Caleb you be cool um but yeah go listen to the last um interview with excuse me that was a really really fun episode those guys are cool those guys are a great up-and-coming band from Guelph 
Um, I had a blast, man. That one was like one of the most fun podcasts I've done. So thank you guys. If anybody from Excuse Me is hearing this, thank you so much. Um, and like one thing that I took that I found interesting was like all those guys have a hand in their social media, which is, is really interesting. Cause I think like, you know, I grow stale with ideas sometimes and it's just like, and like nobody else in the band, like sometimes Drake has like really good ideas, but like nobody else in the band is thinking of like how to post on Instagram or whatever. But I did hit Nick up with that Instagram live thing today and he was like, he had some ideas. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, and then next we have uh, Craig Gignac. <laughs> and uh, I laugh because it's not spelled that way. I thought it was Gignac, and it's not. Uh, he came on the podcast this past weekend, so he'll be on. That'll be out next week. Great fucking dude, man. He is currently playing bass. Excuse me. Got them coffee burps. He's currently playing bass in. Uh, Jesus Christ. He's currently playing bass in Basic White. And. Uh, well, he uh, he was playing bass for a little bit in Legal Kill. And that was fucking cool. He sang in this band that broke up, I think, before, like, just after I got to London, um, called Radio Caroline. And holy fucking shit, man. Go check that band out. Wicked. Wicked. Craig's a singer in that band. Fucking wicked. Uh, and he plays, like, bass and a bunch of other shit, too. Um, so it's cool. He's a, he's a fucking super cool dude. And uh, somebody I've been, like, wanting to have on for a while. I just haven't had him on. Um so that that was cool man that was fun too he was just I, and i was like it'll be a different dynamic because he's not like just a guy in a band like he's been in a bunch of bands and he does a lot of shit so that's that was a, a really fun episode so be on the lookout for that one and that's kind of it we got a couple that just like aren't recorded yet so i'm not going to talk about those yet go listen to the new basic white album go listen to dime's new single uh Oh, and go fucking, why if you didn't watch, or oh, I was going to say, or listen, but it's only on video form. Uh, watch that. Ex- uh, holy fuck, dude. Let me reach out of that. If you didn't watch the Explain Me Away acoustic video, go check that out. It's on YouTube. It's on our Facebook. It's on our Instagram, uh, our like IGTV. Uh, go check that out and go watch the actual Explain Me Away video, the original one, because it's getting close to a thousand views and it'd be cool to see it there so um, go check that out and yeah go listen to lost arts on whatever streaming service you prefer tell your friends about us tell your friends about the podcast man tell one friend about lost arts and then tell another friend about uh we should jam sometime or tell both friends about both anyway Thank you so much for uh, listening, and uh, we'll fucking talk to you later. Bye.